Hey LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. Immerse yourself in our vibrant fashion scene where exclusive streetwear meets high-end boutiques. Stroll through styles defining our bold, wildly creative city, like the unique finds at Melrose Trading Post, a real LA gem. Explore star-studded experiences on Hollywood Boulevard, behind-the-scenes studio tours, and moments of awe under our legendary blue sky. Picture this. The iconic Griffith Observatory, inspiring directors worldwide. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's the time to leave your mark in the city of angels. Lance Bass is adding off. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, this time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Frosted Tips with Lance Bass, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, my little peanuts. It's me, your host, Lance Bass. This is Frosted Tips with, guess what? Lance Bass. What? And my lovely co-host, Michael Turkey Turchin. Oh, stop, Lance Bass. Happy summer, Michael Turchin. Oh, my God. Happy summer, Lance Bass. Have you had a great summer so far? It, yeah. yeah. I, although it has not felt like it's been summer in California. Well, it finally got California. warm, finally, because it was rainy and cold for nine months here for literally the entire year so which far. i actually really enjoy well it's nice sometimes yeah. but like i'd like at least like a weekend or two of sun yeah and warmth yeah but you know trust me we're gonna get plenty of heat and sun oh, this I summer. Know. so i kind of enjoyed it i love a rainy day that's what i miss well, me too about living in the south when we were in texas mm. a few weeks ago yeah there was amazing thunderstorms i love a thunderstorm oh, God, I miss them so Sometimes much. Sometimes I just want to be at home, all cozy, with a mm. big thunderstorm, mm. like shaking the house. Store, mm. not a thunderstorm. Th- thunderstorm. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, I miss that. Oh, it's the best. We were also saying, you know, we do so good at trying to be healthy. Yeah. And then we'll get in these little bouts of working out. Sometimes like two months in a row, we're like, we're doing, like, wow, four times a week. This is amazing. And then you miss one Day. No, it's because we go on vacation yeah. for more than a couple of days. You go on for like done. two weeks, and then it's like, well, it's two weeks of not doing anything, yeah. and it's hard to get back into it. It is. I, I what motivates me is if I've worked out, you know, several days in a row. Yes. And then I'm like, okay, I'm into it. Like I'm, I'm not going to stop. But then if I skip a few days, you, uh, 
just yeah. like oh, it's another day or yeah, another day. Like I'm, I'm out of it. I've already yeah, I've wasted too much, and now I yeah, because I gain a lot. I'm gaining a lot of weight back though. Yeah, for you people look that great. don't know, I'm diabetic, and you know I've been trying to figure this out, but I've I lost so much weight because of the medication I'm on. Yeah, but now I'm figuring it out, and I'm gaining the weight back, which means I got to get back onto my cardio. Uh, you, yeah, wow. But you've only gained a few pounds. Cardio. You needed to gain a few pounds. Not that you needed to, but no, you but keep I, saying. I just I my it's about it's about your innards at this point. At this age, you're just you're thinking about your innards. Your your innards, guys. <laughs> You don't know what an innard is? Yeah, of okay. course I do. Especially your heart. Yeah, That's an innard, right? It's, it's hard to yeah have do plastic surgery on the heart. Yeah. You can't keep that young. No, let's not do that. <laughs> um, what are we talking about? This is weird. Today on the show, I'm so excited. Joey McIntyre is here. Yes. Um, I mean, I am a blockhead. That was of the course. the first pop group that I just, you know, loved. My sister was so into new kids and I got to see them on, in concert. Wow, in 92, 93. Um, and I've loved them ever since. They're such an influence for NSYNC. I mean, if they were around, I don't think NSYNC wouldn't have uh, been I mean, created. maybe not. If well, no, because Lou Perlman you oh, know, started right. because of New Kids on the Blog. What? Ooh, that's right. Why did we not talk? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's just so crazy. Uh, I think we did talk about that with Donnie or someone. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. If it wasn't for New Kids, NSYNC would not be here at or all. Back, and if course. they wouldn't have split... Uh, in 94, 95, we would not be be around because that's yeah. when Backstreet Boys uh-huh. lurched in. Crazy. Was that, <laughs> is that part of the butterfly effect? Like just little weird things happen in life and it just changes every The course of history, yes. Yeah. All right. Before we get to Joey, I think you have a hot topic question for me. Oh, I We're do. We're going to start doing the uh, hot seat question. That's what it is. I don't know what it is. You do. And it better be good. Okay. I could probably give some options for answers for you with this question what is one job in your career or several jobs in your career you wish you didn't do or could have done differently jobs my career that i wish i would have done differently or didn't or didn't do do altogether um i mean 90s house i was that was i was about to say 90s house that was just such a like what the hell was that yeah the promises i was made on that show that was low budge and then i'm like did was this a ten dollar show what the hell is this piece yeah. of crap it was like a show that should have like it was like oh it's could only be viewed on a and just the way that they 1998 blackberry well, and like, also the way quality. that they suckered me and christina million into doing it i know you know it was just like what it was a little bait and switch there yeah um so another I one i think that. which i wish you wish you could have done differently yeah. was finding prince charming because it was a huh. great idea but yeah, different casting, different well, network. Like you just it needed. It needed to be- well, here's the problem with with LGBT shows, and I mean they're getting better. I mean there's lots more opportunities, a lot more diversity. Yes, but back then when there was not even besides RuPaul, there was no LGBT show on. The problem is all these shows created are just copies of, of shows. So yeah. ours was, uh, you know, The Bachelor. Yeah. The exact format. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, we've seen this. We're going to take a straight different. format and just turn it and like just make them. It just didn't. No one thought it was authentic. Everyone's like, okay, boring. Um, but yeah, I would do that one because there's one show that I, they're definitely going to bring to the States. It's very popular now in England, and it's uh, I Kissed a Boy. It's a new dating reality show that's supposed to be a little Love Islandish, but people are really loving it. I was going to say, you could do a gay Love Island. That yeah. would actually well, work. Well, this is it. I kissed a boy. 
Um, so if that comes to America, I will definitely throw my name in the uh, hat for that host. Um, because that, there's no doubt that that will be coming over here. And I've never seen it. I really don't know the format, but I know that people are loving it. So, yeah, hopefully that'll come over and I'll host that. Yay. I love a good manifestation. Yeah. You're listening to me, England? Yeah. I want this show. I'm sure they're already like got their host for America. <laughs> um, all right, guys. When we come back, we are going to have singer, songwriter, actor, the youngest member of NKOTB. Joey McIntyre's here. Nice. I'm so excited. You've been Me asking too. and is here. And he's number four. We are going to finish the first boy band on this series soon if we can get Danny. If we can get Danny. Yeah. So, Danny. We, we got to do it, listening. Danny. Of course he's listening. He listens to every show. It's true. He is the biggest. Biggest fan. I know. It's always commenting Him and on Taylor social Swift media. and Beyonce. I mean, it's, it's embarrassing how much that they reach out to us. Yeah. Wanting to be on the show. And I'm like, B, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're not a boy band. When we it's get to true. girl bands, we got you, okay? Yeah. No, I would love to have Beyonce on. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? She's a teen idol. The end all be all. Are you, of, boy band or teen idol. That's all you need girl, to be. Girl, or girl band. No, I mean, right now we're going through yeah. boy bands. But a good, oh, Beyonce would just be okay. never happening. Give her a call. And, see uh, if she'll do it. Okay. Right I'll call her up. All right. We'll be back. Hey LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. From epic shopping to nonstop pride events, discoverla.com is your gateway to everything LA. From walk-up windows and rooftop bars to year-round alfresco dining, Los Angeles is a culinary thrill ride sure to leave visitors hungry for more. From tacos to sushi, we truly have some of the best restaurants. After you get a bite to eat, get a taste for fame firsthand by attending a star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard or glyphs behind the scenes at world-famous studio tour. Stop and see a movie at the iconic El Capitan Theater and check out the stairs outside the Dolby Theater where all the stars walk before the Oscars. Take a hike at Glamorous Griffith or stop for a boba or a draft cold brew at an outdoor cafe perfect for people watching. There are endless amounts of outdoor activities in L.A. with our beautiful weather. And, of course, Pride is celebrated every day in Los Angeles. Everyone is welcome to experience our sparkling nightlife, indulgent spas, and sensational shopping. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's time to leave your mark in the City of Angels. Lance Bass, signing off. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. 
So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, everyone, we are super excited to have our next guest on the show today. All right, Joseph Maury McIntyre is an American singer, songwriter, and actor. <laughs> he is best known as the youngest member of the pioneering boy band New Kids on the Block. He has sold over a million records worldwide as a solo artist and worked in film, television, stage, including performing on Broadway. And I have to say, congratulations, Joe, for winning Best Replacement in Wicked on what was that website? Broadway.com. On Broadway.com. I can't believe you wrote all this I about did. me. Yeah. You wrote this? Although I heard there were mixed reviews. You care that much? Yeah, we, oh heard, there were we heard there were mixed reviews. reviews. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Welcome to Frosted Tips. Thank you. I'm messing with your camera already. I'm That's sorry. okay. No one needs to see me. At all. Y'all have been killing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. killing it. I mean, how many years have y'all been on this mixtape tour? Um, well, I guess the last couple of tours have been mixtape tours. Yeah. But, you know, before that, we've been lucky enough to to really put some great tours together. And they've al- always kind of had that vibe. Mm-hmm. We just really kind of went all in with the mixtape, you know, tour mm-hmm. and having great acts. And, yeah. you know, but we have a very, very good thing. And. We just finished our first block con, which yes. was very yeah. cool. Someone and was just telling me, oh, Christina Gann, our friend Christina, who has a question for you later. Um, they said it was incredible, and they specifically said your set was amazing. Whatever songs you chose, everything oh, was yeah. just incredible. I mean, it's it's nice, as as you can imagine. You keep, I mean, we've been able to somehow keep it fresh, mm-hmm. and uh, they keep showing up for us. It's like a good marriage, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we have this crazy thing, the cruise, right? Mm-hmm. The cruise is insane, oh, yes. and it's you got to oh, yeah. check it out. You got to be there to believe it and the whole thing. But this was a little bit different, and... Um, it's just nice when the fans are like, oh, my God, that was the best thing ever. Because you, you, that's exactly what you want them to say. Yeah. And it was great. We did a lot of um, – we did the we tried to like – what do, you know, the con thing do? You know, you have panels. Well, what are the panels? Yeah. And uh, one of the special things for me was we had the director of our first four videos, those iconic – you know, you know, it's yeah. lightning in a bottle. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. It's yeah. like you've got to have all the pieces of the puzzle. What and, was his name? Uh, Doug Nichols, mm-hmm. he's such a good guy, and this is a long time ago, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, you know, he even talked about how we, we didn't have any money, so we only had a certain amount of film that we could use, and it didn't look that way. But we had him out, and he walked us through the video and how they were made, and um, it was 
those things can be emotional, you know yeah. what I mean? You don't even know where they come from, but mm-hmm. they, you know, these having those people from your past come up and all of a sudden, you know, this flood of emotion comes out. Yeah, of and you probably learned a lot of things you just didn't know as you're going through it. Was there anything that he told you like, oh, this happened on set that you had no idea about? Yeah, he had a lot of he had a lot of pictures that we've never seen. Yeah. And and that was the fun saver? No, I only think fun savers were invented at that point. No, I don't know what it was. It was just it was just a Polaroid. Polaroid yeah. or a, a print and um you know, we've seen almost everything there could be of us, you know, over the years. And and he pulled out some pictures, and um, it was it was really something. And I I realized how um, he kind of ruined me in a way because the videos were so good that anytime I get footage or anything or a first cut of any video, mm-hmm. I kind of like stamp my feet and cry because it's like, <laughs> no, that's not it. Uh-huh. You know, I was like born on these videos and they were so beautiful in every aspect of it so um but it was really cool then we had a blast and we had a 80s prom and and on and on and on it was great what was your favorite video to do well the first uh please don't go girl was our first hit record so that was the first time we we were able to like go down to new york and make a real video Mm. and it was it was phenomenal you know we went to coney island and we went to you know it had it was made on real film, so mm. you can really tell the difference, yeah, you know, yeah. between real film and digital and what we have. And, I mean, these iPhones look amazing. They really do. But, um, you know, to go back and, you know, it was black and white and it mm-hmm. was color and things popped and there was an energy. And it was like, it's vinyl. Yeah, you know, It exactly. just has that vibe, like, mm, yeah. it sounds, it's, I think vinyl just sounds perfect. Maybe do you have a good vinyl? I I'm, I haven't splurged on a good vinyl player mm. yet. No. I just have my daughter's. Little yeah, no, I just have little ones. Basically, we have one gift bag from gift yeah. bags. Yeah, that they keep like the VMAs give you one or something like that. <laughs> but, but there's but some they're never really good. nice record players mm-hmm. yeah. right now, and like yeah. you know, a whole like I don't know console or whatever the hell you. Yeah. you know. I don't collect vinyl, but I think I would like to. I would enjoy it's expensive. that. Expensive. It is. It really is. But that's something that I would like to collect. I don't collect much, but that I would be like, okay, well, I can pass go. that down to my kids. I've got another go. collection. There you uh, go. Well, you do collect one thing. What? That's taken over our damn oh house. God. I know. It's not my fault, though. It's pretty much your fault. Uh, Funko Pops. Ooh, Those little Funko Pops. You have Pop a Funko dolls. Pop, I'm assuming. We just got one, okay. and they're insane. And um, uh, yeah, for a lot of reasons. And you same thing probably happened you get your funko mm-hmm. and they're super nice and yeah. they say come down to the store yeah. and get yeah. whatever you exactly. want well i have three kids uh-huh. so to your point they're everywhere now yeah. all oh. of a sudden and they're amazing but like mm-hmm. they're everywhere and we, if it wasn't for my kids i probably wouldn't have gone as crazy but i've been to the store three or four times yeah. now yeah and every time i go and it's just oh i'm just doing a little thing here they force me to take Right. Four huge crates of these oh, they homes. force you yes, yes they do do <laughs> okay. they not Jess? yours there you've seen this they do. They so, do. We have some, hundreds. When I say hundreds, I, I mean it could be like a thousand in our home. Some people have like have them in storage, yeah. and there was one that sold for like a hundred thousand really? dollars. Oh, so I know. A lot of people. That Mine would hoping. never be worth anything because yeah. I literally take them out of the box, put them in my Christmas trees. Oh, that's a no-no. I know. I know. But, yeah, like, so if you're gonna collect it, at least do it properly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The BTS fans came after me when they saw that I'd taken them out of their box and put them in my Christmas tree. Oh my god, <laughs> that's like, a great oh, idea, though. Yeah. And we literally have a Funko Pop tree. Yeah, it's fun. Of all your favorite pop culture moments. It's it's fun. I like it. Fun. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's start at the beginning. Where yes. are you from? Were you from Boston or outside Boston? I'm right in Boston. Okay. So the, the, the new kids were from, the other four were from Dorchester, but Jamaica Plain, my hometown in Dorchester, 
two towns in mm-hmm. Boston, not yeah. outside of Boston or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, youngest of nine kids, and we loved performing oh. in theater. There was four blocks away was a, a the oldest community theater in America, actually, the Footlight Club. And mm-hmm. and so my mom, that was my mom's getaway from her nine kids and mm-hmm. her husband who didn't yeah. do things the way she wanted to, <laughs> <laughs> and, um, to put uh-huh. it lightly. Yeah. And that was, we saw how much fun she had and a lot of us would do shows there. Mm-hmm. And so that's why when the new kids were looking for an even little, they were all 15, 16 themselves, mm-hmm. but they wanted like a 12 year, like a yeah. tiny kid. Yeah. They were looking around and I, I had been doing that for fun and, and, um, and I had a bit of a reputation, I guess, like there weren't a lot of kids, you know, that did theater and yeah. and they called around schools and, and I'd imagine around the Boston area too because I yeah. feel it's very like masculine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of. Yeah. I mean, I was lucky enough to have the Footlight Club and then a, another thing, uh, Neighborhood Children's Theater of Boston, and and it was very, it was very diverse. I mean, you know, frankly speaking, uh, historically, yeah. you know, the one kid who's going to do it is good percentage he's probably a gay kid who mm-hmm. just wants to it's a safe place yeah. for him to like mm-hmm. express explore himself, himself yeah. and express mm-hmm. himself which is amazing and that's another thing too i mean you know i grew up in the theater so all all the stereotypes and the bull that that, that yeah. gets in the way of just mm-hmm. people being people mm-hmm. i'm grateful for that experience and um so but we had a very diverse kind of all kinds of different kids you know and um you know, it was nice to have that outlet and it wasn't a big deal. It was like, you know, I like sports and this, that, and the other thing, but, um, I love doing that. And so, um, yeah, they, they kind of reached out and I was a little scared cause Dorchester was a tough town and I was like, I'm not yeah. going over there, but Maury star was the thing, mm-hmm, you know, it was mm-hmm. like, Holy cow. Uh, we knew he worked with New Edition, mm-hmm. and that was yeah. that was everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that kind of got your antenna up, and um, we all kind of have the same story. You know, we meet Maurice. We go up to his, you know, dilapidated brick building in Roxbury, and another town in Boston. And he was a sweetheart, and very it was very unceremonious. And I sang a couple of songs, and he's like, "All right, you're good." Yeah, and that was it. Was just like <laughs> two that. weeks. Yeah, two weeks later, I'm in so the studio. So how did they? How did they find you? And did your family support this? Yeah, what did your family think? I know. Well, that's the thing. It's it. See, I'm I'm older than you guys, but it was the '80s. Yeah. And in in the 1980s, a six year old could walk to the bus stop yeah. by mm-hmm. himself mm-hmm. and true. get on a bus and go yeah. to school, and everything was okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was the, the perfect of you know it's, it, yeah, the street lights come on, and it, you start heading that was, home. That was it. So, that was like, so it was like mm-hmm. so the idea of yes it was like well wait a minute your parents is no this Mary Alford who was sort of Maurice's sort of like side woman so to speak yeah. picked me up said hi to my dad. And, uh, yeah, we're going to go over to Roxbury. My dad was from Roxbury, so it was, like, another neighborhood and didn't think twice of it. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. And, um, you know, another kind of piece of the puzzle of how things were back then. And uh, so, uh, yeah, so we auditioned, and and it, was, it wasn't like, you know, this professional lane we all got in. It was yeah. We were still all going to high school and trying mm-hmm. to – you know, well, I wasn't even in high school yet, but it was just, um, I mean, for me, it was a lot of 
fitting in. You know what I mean? Like, well, what did you think of the guys when you yeah. first met them? Because you know was, you were it, when you're that age, just yeah. a couple, a few years younger is like a huge, huge difference. Huge as a teenager. So was it intimidating? Because I, I can imagine if I was like 13 very. with all these older and they teenagers. were kind of. I mean, they were pretty hardcore teenagers. They they were uh, they were they were cool. I mean I mean back then the the Knight brothers are are pretty pretty chill you yeah. know what i mean on the surface and and i don't just, know that john get, knight's kind of crazy he, he can get crazy he, he get once he gets going once he once gets, he gets going, going he's he it just yeah, takes a he's, while he's, a, he's he's like a mac truck yeah um <laughs> uh, but and danny was pretty chill i mean donnie at at 15 16 he was you know rough around the edges to to put it lightly so he was that classic case of he wouldn't let anybody mess with me, mm-hmm. but boy, but he would could. he mess yes, with me. Exactly. Yeah, you know what I mean? Too. Like, no one's going to mess with me except for me. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I think it was just a, a situation where he had, like, six older brothers, came from a tough family. I had seven older sisters. Oh, so wow. I came from a more sort of emotional, yeah. feminine background. He was, like, you know, fighting for his supper. You know what I mean? And... um so there was that dynamic a little bit, and it wasn't easy. You know, no, no matter what, I was the outsider. So it took a while. It took took a long while. and um, But, you know, we had a lot of fun, too. We had a lot of fun. And um, Were you able to go to school a lot around yeah. that age? Because when y'all started, you know, it was a slow grow, like every yeah. artist starts. Sure. Uh, y- y'all doing the Tiffany tour, but you're still doing school at that time. Well, no, before, I mean, it was like three years before we got, our first album came Mm -hmm. out, it was a flop. The second album was Please Don't Go Girl, Mm -hmm. and that was our first hit, and that's when we got Tiffany. So, Mm -hmm. and I, by then I was, I had just finished my freshman year in in high school. Oh, so you were able to go until your freshman year. Yes, until my freshman year. And then that that summer tour was the one that, you know, took off, and Mm -hmm. that was our big, big break to, you know, perform uh, on Tiffany's tour, and then you know, the, the summer is ending, and I remember the phone call. I was in, I was in my uh, hotel room, and um, and I called my mom like at the end of August, and I was like, "Mom, um, yeah, this thing is, you know, there's another yeah. tour happening. We're gonna." She's what? <laughs> you know, she was like, couldn't she had no, she couldn't believe like mm. this was gonna, you know, yeah, continue, keep... and I wasn't gonna go to school, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you know, things. I love, it. I love that. <laughs> So many bands like us have that that pop singer that's kind of like Tiffany, New Kids. Yeah. It was NSYNC and Britney. Yeah. It was 98 Degrees and Jessica Simpson. Yeah. Backstreet Boys, they didn't have a pop princess. No, they? none. They, they, Christina Aguilera was there for the picking, and they didn't even do it. Ugh. No. BSB. But yeah, I always yeah, right. Germany. So <laughs> Germany was yes. there. Was exactly. there with was there lady. Oh, you don't know Bloomshin, but yeah. No, I know Bloomshin. Oh yeah, you do know Bloomshin. Bicycle race. Bicycle yeah. race. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um now, were you hesitant at all to join this group or was it such an easy decision to be like, yeah, freaking doing this? Oh, I was very hesitant oh, because yeah. I had this nice little Even at community 13? theater thing happening definitely. Mm, I was yeah. 12 when I joined, so it was like so we slowly get into it, and it wasn't easy, you know? It wasn't easy. I mean, you know, now, you know, years later, you know, it, it did toughen me up. I mean, I had a really cushioned life. I was the youngest of nine kids. My, mm-hmm. you know, my narrative was, he's blessed, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, he, we're going to take care of him, mm-hmm. which was lovely. But this kind of, you know, roughed me up a little bit, and that's what life does to you, and you mm-hmm. learn from it. You had to grow up quickly, I'm yeah. assuming, because I was 16 when I started, and I was so sheltered. You know, I, I came from a very small town, never really left Mississippi that much, and then all of a sudden I was just thrust into this 
crazy music industry, yeah. <laughs> not knowing what I was doing. Uh, and then moving over to Germany where it was very open. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a crazy quick transition into adulthood rip. at 16. How long, but you moved to Orlando for a little we bit? We were Orlando. We moved there in 95 and then it took us a year to finally get signed, you know, to Germany. So we then went over there for two years yeah. and then we came to America in 98. Yeah. 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 So, but I mean, it was, it's the way it, sh it was supposed to happen because if we came out in America in 96 when we wanted to, <laughs> yeah. we would have never gotten off the Did ground. You, were you sort of like, we don't want to go to Germany? Uh, well, that, yeah. I didn't even know what I wanted. You right. know, I was sure. just happy we got a record deal, sure. and it was just confusing. I'm like, Germany? Yeah. Do they even speak English? Like, yeah. I just didn't get it. Um, yeah, that was, that was yeah. uh, I, I had a little peek into that. Remember that? that I, I, I was on a, like, a... A private jet with you somewhere mm. to Germany. I mean, yes. We, like, I, I mean, God, Joey was... and I and Chris talk mm. about it uh, uh, quite often. We mm. had a lot of laughs. I mean, yeah. you guys are so funny right away off the bat. <laughs> you know, what was your first impressions of us? Because, like, when did you hear that about you were it? funny? That you yeah. were funny. I mean, I didn't really know the Backstreet Boys that well, and because um, I, I. For a second, I, I was talking to Lou Perlman in that world, yeah. and of course, mm -hmm. Johnny Wright was partners with him, and mm -hmm. um, and then I ended up not doing it. But in that period of time of like, you know, hanging out with those guys, you guys were just moving over to Germany, and I think mm -hmm. like your first single was just coming out there. So I was there when you, it was a big an award show, and it was like mm -hmm. your you know first time, and mm -hmm. um. You're just funny. You guys were super, super funny. We were ready to have a good time, and <laughs> we, we were, were still wearing. The, yeah. We were still wearing those, um, that Lycra bike shirt. Uh -huh. You know, oh, the tight, oh, the, 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 the tight, the very Florida Orlando, yeah, 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 slinky yeah. shirt. Yeah, so slash, before you got your Germany. identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that was our very first video that Lou Perlman was so excited to, oh God, to those make. Shirts, yeah. All in front of Man. green screen, and then yeah, those little slinky shirts. Oh, Which, of course, so we couldn't afford wardrobe, so right. we just had those from the video. So we wore those every single performance in yeah. Germany, and they would stink so bad. Because oh, yeah. we only had, we didn't have backups. Yeah. That was it. You wore yeah. it one time, sweating it. Hopefully you could wash it that night. My mom, Justin's mom, was on the road with us. Oh so they God. did all our laundry. Are these the oh, yeah, shirts? Oh, a slinky shirt something right there. like that, yeah. <laughs> you wore right. a lot we'll of these. There was some that, that had, like, stripes on them, too. Oh. There was, like, yeah, you some, know. Yeah. 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 Then we we graduated to fresher slinky shirts. Yes. Like once we got you know a little budget from the record. and then you, know, you graduated to like the most baggy, ill-fitting clothes ever. <laughs> well, at least you. They yeah. always put you. They're like, oh, for the leftovers. I was always on the hands. last to be dressed because I didn't care. Like whatever. And then they're like, oh, well, we have these uh, size forty-four jeans that you know. <laughs> oh uh, and God. so there, I was just always in just horrible baggy stuff. How do you feel about being that? Are you are you okay with that era or like fashion wise? I am now. Then I just thought it was horrible. Yeah, living in it because you know the twenties, the fifties, the sixties, the seventies, eighties. Mm. It had mm. such a vibe, and you know exactly yeah. what that is. You can look at a picture and be like, "Know the decade." Yeah, living in the nineties, you're thinking, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, I, mean, I even think this is awful now. 20 years from now, we're going to look yeah. at like, what the hell were we doing? Okay. And I do look a lot of, like, I'm like, I still don't understand some of the things we wore. But now, I think it's kind of fun and ironic to wear that stuff. But well, in the time, super it popular wasn't. now, I feel like, I 90s know. fashion now. Well, it makes sense. Yeah, the kids, yeah. you know, they just identify yeah. with, you know, certain things. And I'm still the, like, oh, that's still ill-fitting. Yeah. Ill-fitting. <laughs> still ill-fitting. So many ways. Oh, my God. Did y'all, I mean, because y'all actually had good style, especially, mm. you know. We did. I mean, we had a combination of... 
trying to make it happen on our own before we had money. Donnie mm. used to work at a sneaker store, yeah. and he would get all our outfits for like a bit of a discount um, oh, yeah. for every show. Um, we tried to pull it together. I mean, Danny, Donnie, and Jordan would wear each other's clothes. So you, we, we just saw a batch of pictures, and you could see the same items yeah. like on different kids, you know? Um <laughs> And then we we had a couple of good stylists early on for like the, the those first four videos and mm-hmm. it just worked. It was like New York, you know, uh, village, like really cool, you know, spots down there. So it was a good combination. Yeah. When you said the guys' names, it reminds me. I don't know if you remember. Maybe it was just in my hometown radio station that did this, but uh, New Kids Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Yes. Okay, you've heard that one? Yeah. Because that was such a huge hit yeah, in yeah. my town. <laughs> and that's how I knew your guys' names for the first time. It was Danny, Donnie, Joe, John, Jordan, or was it Larry, Curly, Shepard? Oh, uh, oh, 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 nice. Oh, really stuck with you. Yeah. A, a backlash. But that's yeah. how, I, and yeah. 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 I, that's I how you know it. you made it when you it get the backlash country. It was a country. The dude yeah. was country yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was very. Thanks country. for bringing that up, Lance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry, it. that that really hit a. Oh yeah, yeah it's the one, about. man. That's the one. <laughs> that's a, you didn't that's get that the one. <laughs> that's it. Now, at one point, you said that you wanted to quit the group. Early on, yeah. yeah. Early I on, mean, I was thirteen, and I was like, so it was like right at the beginning. Fun. You're like, eh. it was Donnie, huh? It was Donnie. Yeah, it he was. was picking on you. A little no, too much. it definitely was. <laughs> um, and he was the one who called me and like convinced me to 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 stay on. It was it was partly that. Yeah, it was that. But it was, you know, it just wasn't particularly fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just ready to move on. And it wasn't, there weren't, weren't incredibly high stakes at the at the time. Uh, yeah. It was just, I think a lot of kids might second guess mm-hmm. at 13, going, mm, I don't know if this is for me. But um, he uh, he told me to hang in there and, and uh, the rest is history. The dad of the group. And he's, I mean, is he responsible for y'all coming back in 2008? Like, was he the first to call everybody? Um, not, I wouldn't say, no, I think it was a, a combination. I mean, he's a born leader, no question. I mean, he started the group and, you know, there's no debating, you know, what he brings to the table and he's a great leader. Um, but we all kind of step up at different times. I mean, we talked about, you know, we had a lot of conversations because lots of times MTV would come to us and go, we want you at our award show. You know, mm-hmm. all these, you know, one-offs that, you know, it, they, they didn't, and not that they were supposed to figure it out, but we were worth more than that, you know, mm-hmm. and we knew our worth. Mm-hmm. And well, especially if you're going to reunion that many years later, it's got to yeah, be yeah, it's gotta something be special. special. Yeah, and on our own terms. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what we figured out. And I think we were, that was our, you know, I think give ourselves the most credit in that department that we knew what we had and if we were going to do it, we were going to do it right. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was a process of things. You know, we talked about it, you know, we got, I had, I had met Jared Paul, our manager. And I think, you know, especially for someone like Donnie, who's, you know, has a lot of ideas and likes to have his hands on the wheel a lot, which, you know, makes sense. Um, you got to have the right manager. And Mm -hmm. so I, I thought he was the right guy. So that, that was a part of the puzzle as well. And, Mm -hmm. and that's worked out. So a lot of little things coming together. Yeah. Was there a moment where you realized, oh, my God, we made it? Like, was it that that one, like, wow, light bulb moment? Um, You know, I was so young, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't have this, you know, even young adult uh, yeah. experience of, like, 
oh, this, 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 and then we did it, and then pow, we yeah. got it. You know, it yeah. wasn't that kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I still enjoyed it, and it was amazing. We played a, the Apollo Theater. Like, a lot of things mm-hmm. came together. We, uh, Please Don't Go Girl was coming up the charts. You know, we, we performed at the Apollo. We won the crowd over. There was a lot of those moments that were like, holy cow, yeah. and that was special. Um you know, but I, I don't think it was that, you know, that cinematic moment for me necessarily. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, that, and that's what makes, you know, us getting back together again after so many years. And by the way, <laughs> it's been 15 years since we got back together. So yeah. this time around, yeah. it's longer than the first time. <laughs> right, yeah. And so, and now it's just about, it's just about the moment. I mean, it, it, I mm-hmm. think we're all figuring that out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Collectively as a society and as people like... It's really about the day to day and like mm-hmm. how do we live our lives and how do we soak up every moment right. and and you know putting yourself in a position where you can enjoy those moments more yeah. and more. Well, how do y'all sync up all your schedules? Because everyone has such an individual lives. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your priority obviously family. Yeah, <clears throat> where where new kids was always first position in your yeah. whole life, but now it's like I got bigger priorities. Yeah, how do y'all sync up your schedule? Is it you start at the beginning of the year and be like, okay, these are the three months that I can do this. Well, it's super easy in the sense that Donnie's been on Blue Bloods on CBS yeah, on the hit show for 14 years. I know, that's so crazy. It's crazy. 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 Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, 12, wow. 12 or 13 years. So mm-hmm. those nine months are off the books, you know? So yeah. it's always been a summer thing. Mm-hmm. True. And so yeah. we've done every other summer, basically. Mm-hmm. And then the, the down years, we kind of keep the fires going with special events. Mm-hmm. So that's been built in and easy for us. And, you know, for me, I mean, going over the last 15 years, I could tell you that, you know, six or seven things I've done in that in theater and Broadway. Mm -hmm. And now I'm finally fitting in some solo dates, which is important for me. And, you know, it it is it is a balance. I mean, it's a wonderful problem to have to balance, you know, my life and 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 my desires and wants with. Uh, an incredibly successful career with the new kids. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, LA, Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. From epic shopping to nonstop pride events, discoverla.com is your gateway to everything LA. From walk-up windows and rooftop bars to year-round alfresco dining, Los Angeles is a culinary thrill ride sure to leave visitors hungry for more. From tacos to sushi, we truly have some of the best restaurants. After you get a bite to eat, get a taste for fame firsthand by attending a star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard or glyphs behind the scenes at world-famous studio tour. Stop and see a movie at the iconic El Capitan Theater and check out the stairs outside the Dolby Theater where all the stars walk before the Oscars. Take a hike at Glamorous Griffith or stop for a boba or a draft cold brew at an outdoor cafe perfect for people watching. There are endless amounts of outdoor activities in L.A. with our beautiful weather. And, of course, Pride is celebrated every day in Los Angeles. Everyone is welcome to experience our sparkling nightlife, indulgent spas, and sensational shopping. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's time to leave your mark in the City of Angels. Lance Bass, signing off. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. 
big screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Now, with your solo career, that started ninety nine. When, when did you? Ninety nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan and I call it the Battle of ninety nine because yeah. we uh, we both had solo albums yeah. out. And, I mean, no, they, I remember and they were the... both were huge. And TRL yeah. played the crap know, out of you guys. I, I remember, know, I know. Yeah. It, was, it was cool to be a part of that. But and, why? Wait, did when you were in the group the first time? Did you ever think? Because usually, you know, I mean, you were the it guy. I mean, you were the young one. You were the heartthrob. Yeah. Did ever do you ever think? Oh, you know, I want to try a solo album during all of this hype too. No, I don't think they saw me that way, and yeah. I don't think I was ready, anyways. Oh, so and I would I think the record it. label would be like, "We're taking you yeah. out, kid." Well, you know, if you want to get into the weeds on that, my voice had changed, mm-hmm. so I was still my. It was the worst way. Like I look at my son, who's a singer, and like, oh, that's how you gently have your voice change and keep singing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now he's 15 and a half and I mean, his voice changed and he can sing. How proud must you be? I mean, I've been watching your son yeah. grow up and yeah. getting in entertainment, it's... incredible voice. I think he was in the music video I did. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, what what is his path right now? What are you hoping that he gets to do in the next few years? I That he continues to learn his craft. And, and you know, I always say my wife and I, the biggest privilege we have is that we were able to afford to put our kids and him in particular in front of great teachers, mm-hmm. in front of great mentors. Yeah, I mean that's that. What, what's more valuable than that? Mm-hmm. So he's 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 studied under 
Debbie Allen since he was yeah. two years old. You know what wow. I'm saying? And so he, he always he, wanted to be in entertainment. Yeah, yeah. He, it, I don't think. Did you have a little reservation at first? Like, Ooh. there's no, not, not well. You know, it's really, especially you know, even in the eyes of the law. In a few years, it's going to be none of my business. You yeah. can, you yeah. know, but I have so much respect for his talent. He, he, the way he plays piano, the way he's learning guitar. You know the way he shows up, and he's he's like us. He's he's a he's already a frustrated musician. You know what I mean? Like oh, he's God. just there's no there's no plan B. I don't think uh-huh. so. But you never know. I, I'm just so he's doing exactly what I think I I wish maybe I would have done. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's working because if you can play. There's you can't put a number on that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, so and, true. And 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 if you can accompany yourself, yeah, yeah, that's that's it to yeah, me. That's huge. Um, and he's gonna be more than okay, and he's his own artist, and like, you know, what if Brian Latrell came to you and said, "Look, <laughs> let's form the next big supergroup of all of our kids that are the perfect age <laughs> to start a new boy band." Mm. It's all like. Iconic boy band members, their kids are starting a group. Would would he want to do that, and would you want him to do? Would that? he want to do that? Yeah, I don't. I'm not so sure Griffin would want to do yeah. that. No, mm-hmm. I, I think he's too busy, you know, learning Neon by John Mayer. And he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, I love his his two bookends are Justin Bieber and John Mayer, which are mm-hmm. pretty <laughs> awesome, That's actually. Great. Yeah, um, and and great examples. But um, yeah, I, I think he's excited to just. Find his own path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, call Brian. We got to yeah. cancel our goes. I want to say before we go mm-hmm. any further, yeah. I watched. I haven't watched everybody, but I watched and listened to Jordan mm-hmm. when he was on the oh, show. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And I loved it. And and the thing about our group is, <clears throat> you know, you talk about Donnie and how much of a leader he is, and he's a great storyteller and and really a force in that. And then I love to tell my stories and I have my own take. Mm-hmm. But when you have five kids, as you have five kids in a group, yeah. as you can relate to, it's like, there's only so much you can say yeah. and people take over. And then you're mm-hmm. asking a question. And you're like, well, no one else is going to say, I'll keep talking. You right, know? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it was so great to hear Jordan's like, after all these years, yeah. we still have so many so much to talk about in so many sides of our yeah, story, mm-hmm. even personally, which is so wonderful. And I heard so much stuff, you know, as a fan, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm a fan of those guys. I'm a fan mm. of my, my bandmates. And like, it was so fun to hear, um, that aspect. It was yeah. just really good. And the same with John, like, yeah, we're all so thrilled for John, you know what I mean? Like his passion and what he's doing and like, mm-hmm. It's pretty cool to be a part of a band that like there's still so much there, yeah. you know, to 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 share yeah. and express and and well, and, and also because there's so many times I'm talking to other members of different groups in my group mm. where I thought this story was this way and it was completely not what I like lived yeah. through, and it's crazy how you your brain makes you remember things a completely different way yeah it's, it's really weird it's very cool but, you know we're old that's what happens i also like that he very <laughs> quietly dropped that we're doing another album and another tour next year like very oh, yeah i know like, like, very wait, not cool. jordan news we what? plan these things yeah <laughs> we plan these things very quietly we make it so it seems like the fans decide uh, yeah well and in his just defense, like that 
No one listens to the you, show. You, so, you, you yeah. just bring it on to people. <laughs> you just bring it on to people. Yeah, it's very, you're very tricky. I, I, I know. Yeah, he's, know. A, he's a sleuth. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm sure y'all have spent many holidays <clears throat> on the road in the last, you know, decades. Yeah. Um, my first time not being home for Thanksgiving <laughs> was a little hard for me. You know, I was young, and I'm like, I'm, you're just so used to, well, I'm home with my family. Yeah. And it was so weird for me to be in Vegas for the first time, doing Thanksgiving with all these people from all over the world. And, mm. you know, it's not the Thanksgiving dinner I usually have. There's now Italian food at my Thanksgiving dinner. Like, what That's is going weird. on? That's weird. That's not right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Joey. Yeah. Joey. Yeah. Other Joey, yeah. not Stuffed you. shells. <laughs> yeah. What is oh, this? Yeah. Um, do you have any great memories of holidays on the road as a kid? Well, this is probably a good version of that because actually we did in 1989, we, something we'd never do because we'd be like, when are we going to sleep? How are we going to do that? Mm -hmm. Um, it was Thanksgiving, 1989. We, that night we played Madison Square Garden, Mm -hmm. which I mean, again, goes to show how popular we, we were because who plays Madison Square Garden on Thanksgiving night? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we're a kid act, so it's like, yeah. how dare you? You know what I mean? But, of course, it was sold out and everybody yeah. was there. Yeah. But we did the um, Thanksgiving Day Parade that morning. Mm-hmm. And so all of our families from Boston came down to New York. And so we did the Thanksgiving Day Parade. I still remember that like nap was, I had. Was it, it was the greatest nap I ever had in my life. Was because Thanksgiving Day Parade, you either hate it or love it. Did y'all have a good time? I it was early. Mm-hmm. I, I I've, <laughs> I've done it once, you know, again since, you know, and and it was a little bit more fun. But it was fun. I think it was. It's such an iconic thing, especially oh, yeah. back then, and, and and still now. So it was fun to be on a float and you're waving and, you know, everybody looks goofy in that yeah. freaking thing. Yeah. There's no, we did has it, anybody it was, ever looked cool in the Thanksgiving no, parade? Not no, at not at all. No, not really. <laughs> and when we did it, yeah. it was 30 degrees, yeah. raining. It yeah. was just, it was miserable. It was miserable. Yes. Yeah. Miserable yeah. 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 for yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. if it was yeah. nice weather, yeah, I could see yeah, it was how cool. enjoyable it, was cold. it could be. But we all came down, like, and we come from big families, so mm-hmm. we had a big dinner. And I was actually just remembering it and, like, Afterwards, like there was a grand piano in the hotel, and Jordan sitting down at the piano and playing songs, and we're all singing. And then we go play Madison Square Garden that night. That's that's pretty. That's, that's pretty special. Day. That's a good Thanksgiving. That's pretty pretty special. I would definitely yeah. remember that one. Um, I think I think <laughs> overall it was just tough to be away. You know, it's not it's not normal, right? It's not normal like what we went through. Yeah. No. Um, and not. the younger you are, the less normal it is. And there is definitely some. I mean, for me, anyways, arrested development. Mm-hmm. You you have for for all the time that you weren't in a regular school and hanging out with your buddies and making mm-hmm. dumb mistakes, you had to make up for that at some point in your life. Yeah. In which I did, and luckily I had a safety net, and you know, with family, and I didn't, you know. Would you? Would you say your family's what kept you so down to earth? Because starting at 12, yeah, people get the Michael Jackson syndrome of, you know, yes, 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 never hearing uh, a no. And yeah. they have no concept of reality uh, yeah. and can get really spoiled. And, you know, uh, but with you, I just see you very down to earth your whole entire career. Yeah. You, is it the boys in the band? Just, both. You know, no, it was you both. Yeah. And, and, and I, I'm sure you can relate to that. I mean, when you have other mm-hmm. band members yeah. and there's five of you and you're, you're equals for the most part, you know, it's like, 
you never get too big for your britches. Yeah, yeah they'll it's check like you. You can feel you down, the yeah. heat when you yeah. try to, you know, and you're like, mm. like what did you just say? You know, they'll yeah, bring exactly. you back down to earth. Yeah. yeah, and I was the youngest. I have seven older sisters and very strong women. So, yeah, yeah, that, that, that was part of that. And, you know, I was lucky enough to, you know, have parents around that, mm-hmm. you know, knew how much of a gift it was and celebrated it, but also, you know, you know, that, that being said, we're all lucky, right, yeah. to, to have mm-hmm. survived it. You know, as, mm-hmm. as much as all those things yeah. came together, it's just like sometimes it feels like the luck of the draw. Yeah. Did did your band members hit on your sisters? Because uh, <laughs> you no, have seven sisters. They were older, and, and the guys in the uh, the band that were looking for girls had mm-hmm. elsewhere to look, yeah. you know. Okay. So, yeah. um, I just wonder if you were like, get away, get away. Screw no, 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 oh. it's cool. No, 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 no. <laughs> Do you remember the first big purchase you made? Oh yeah. Um, you know, we all were excited to, you know, do things for our family. You yeah. know what I mean? And we we, I I wrote checks for my siblings and bought a Cadillac for my dad. And yeah, it was cool. What was the you? common what denominator? Was, what was your first big purchase? a Toyota Four Runner? Oh, yeah. I wanted like that was my dream car. Yeah. You know, when I was a freshman in high school, and I was like, if I ever make it. I'm going to get a Toyota 4Runner. It's going to be silver, and I did it. Oh, it took me a few years because so Lee didn't pay a, a us. A 90 what? It was like probably, let's see, it was a 90, probably 98, 99. Yeah. yeah, yeah we, we, finally got we finally got paid. We finally got a Yeah, yeah. paid somewhat. Still didn't cover it, but you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah. I had a good down payment yeah, I could yeah. put on it. Yeah. But, yeah, that was my first, like, that's when I felt, wow. I'm an adult. Yeah. yeah. I bought my own car. I don't have a Buick Century anymore with a broken taillight. <laughs> This is going to be big, guys. Moving it's going to be big. Up. Do you remember your first car? We all did a, a a signing. This was very early on. This was like our first summer on tour. And someone was like, there's a Suzuki Sidekick dealership. If you come down and sign autographs for uh, an hour, mm-hmm. you can have a Suzuki Sidekick just for a month, though. Oh, they just, just for a month? month? Just for the just month. Just for a month. <laughs> Which for a kid, yeah, you're like, sure, you're like, oh my god, um, I get a car and I had just, you know, back then I had just, I hope my son doesn't because he's doing it the right way. He's just like, my son's fifteen and a half, my oldest son Griffin, and he was counting the days till he could get his permit. Yeah, you know, I'm some sure. kids are like whatever. Is that he was fifteen these days or sixteen. Fifteen and a half. Oh, that's when you, you get take it. the test, and now he can drive with us in the car. Yeah, and then by sixteen, he can drive. Like on your own by himself. Which yeah. is Does that crazy. scare you? Because even I mean, our kids are twenty months, okay? And I keep thinking about it. And I do not want them to drive the <laughs> car. And I'm thinking, well, by the you time they're old enough, they, there won't way. be any drivers in cars. Yeah, hopefully. You know? I'm like, it's just gonna be automated. It'll all be robotic driving it. Oh ever have to get a license. God. But does that scare the crap out of you? It it I mean, no, yeah. it doesn't. I can understand. Like, the thought of it scares me, but when yeah. you're actually in it, it doesn't totally scare okay, you. Okay, good. And, of course, I'm driving around. I'm like, well, I have to be a good example. And all I keep saying is, don't do that. Don't do yeah, that. Don't do this. Yeah, don't like, do what I just did. Don't do what Daddy does. Yeah. And, um, but but I, I trust him. I trust him. Yeah. I think, you know, of course, I'm going to tell him when he's ready. It's like, you're going to get in an accident. Mm-hmm. And when it happens... Don't freak out. Don't freak Call out. us. We'll take care of you. It's all good. You know, that's the, the odds are something's going to happen. Yeah. So. yeah. Odds are. We did, uh, God, well, who makes the PT Cruiser? Uh, Chrysler. Hey, I guess we did a Chrysler show. And it was one of my, fa- one of my favorite memories of us as a group was yeah. we did this Chrysler show and our payment, uh, and it was for, empl- I don't know what it was for, but our payment was two cars each. 
Yo. Not a rental, oh. not just for a month. That's Literally great. gave us a PT Cruiser oh my God. and a, one of the other sports cars. Yeah. I thought that was the coolest moment oh of my life. Oh, my God. And did I drive them? I drove the PT Cruiser for maybe two months, and that right. was it. Because we never lived in Orlando. Yeah. We just never were there. So yeah. they just kind of sat there forever. But I thought that was such a oh baller thing. Yeah, God. I would think the same thing. Yeah. I think I would have rather taken the cash, but uh, you remember the color? They were all purple, weren't they? Uh, the PT they Cruiser, have a lot of purple PT Cruisers. Of both were gray. My TP, PT Cruiser was gray, and then whatever the other one was. I don't oh, know what their sport man. car is. My cousin had a purple PT Cruiser. Yeah, a PT Cruiser. Tell him that story. Wait, what is that from? Oh my God! She it was when PT Paul Cruiser. McCartney was uh, getting divorced from Heather Mills, and yeah. she had this publicist woman, and she was like always on all like the news channels, like talking about it, like trying to. I drive a... Uh, no, like, she was like... I mean, she's saying she has no money and blah, yeah. whatever, but she drives a PT Cruiser. I mean, I saw her driving down the street in a brand new PT Cruiser. And, like, the host in America, like, is like, okay. And they're like, it's really not that big of a deal. It's a PT Cruiser. Like, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. You've made it. You, you made what it. That's what I thought, too. I I'm like, oh, I got I know, my cousin PT Ashley cruiser. had one for, like, a year, and she just hated it so much. Yeah. That little baby hurts. She called it the piece of shit cruiser. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I it's a lot. It. It's a lot. You know, you can't, like, you know... Creep in a PT no. Cruiser. But it know. would turn on a dime, though. Really? It would look like a Hot Wheel. I loved Hot Wheels that as a kid. That is cool. Yeah, right. a little muscle gore. Hey, L.A., Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. From epic shopping to nonstop pride events, discoverla.com is your gateway to everything L.A. From walk-up windows and rooftop bars to year-round alfresco dining, Los Angeles is a culinary thrill ride sure to leave visitors hungry for more. From tacos to sushi, we truly have some of the best restaurants. After you get a bite to eat, get a taste for fame firsthand by attending a star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard or glyphs behind the scenes at world-famous studio tour. Stop and see a movie at the iconic El Capitan Theater and check out the stairs outside the Dolby Theater where all the stars walk before the Oscars. Take a hike at Glamorous Griffith or stop for a boba or a draft cold brew at an outdoor cafe perfect for people watching. There are endless amounts of outdoor activities in L.A. with our beautiful weather. And, of course, Pride is celebrated every day in Los Angeles. Everyone is welcome to experience our sparkling nightlife, indulgent spas, and sensational shopping. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's time to leave your mark in the City of Angels. Lance Bass, signing off. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand. Tempt to hire. Part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? 
Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Um, we do have a question. Uh, speaking of yeah. Black Con, which I, oh, I yeah. love cons are huge oh now. It's gosh. the new, it's like podcast. <laughs> Everyone I mean, has Joey a podcast. Joey is Mr. Con. Oh, he's, he's, like, he's at every single that one guy. of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I still have not done one yet. It, you haven't? I know. But here's he my hasn't problem. wrangled he's, you yet? He's been trying. I know. He's oh, right. my He's been gosh. trying. He's but never done a con. It would be fun because I love cons. I don't like the idea of having to take pictures mm. for hours mm. like i get really i don't it just it, get antsy yeah, i get really antsy oh. i could do it for a couple hours be fine but when he was like yeah you sit there for nine hours i'm like no i don't nine think i can do with that he i don't does that? and he has a break in between but i just i don't that's know that's a long it's, that's, it's that's a couple of hours it's hard yeah, to smile of... that long it just yeah. is yeah yeah um, so that's what kind of deterred me from ever doing something like that yeah. but i think it'll be fun like when you have the next block con i think mm-hmm. taking Frosted tips to something like that. Yes. And just having fun. Like, that's how I would love Done. to do a con. Done. Yeah. Done. Like, bring the show, have yeah. fun, Make interview people. Perfect. You know, and then that will be my contribution to cons. I love it. And I get to enjoy it. I We're actually going to, I didn't even tell you this. We're going to go to uh, Comic Con this year oh. in San Diego. Really? Well, when yeah, is that? Good. Does he tell you that's things? You no, he doesn't tell me anything. Is that how it works? You just go, it'll be like, is that how easy? He's it like, is? oh, by the way, we're going to the event. He didn't know he was coming today until like five minutes before we left. Okay. Yeah, did. But. It's my job, Lance. Uh, but yeah, we're going to um, mm-hmm. <laughs> But it's no, fun. he did tell me, oh, yeah, I didn't tell you. So it was like something, it would be a huge, like, life-changing thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I didn't tell you, blah, 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 blah. Oh, oh yeah. My yeah. I'm, I'm, the, I'm the planner in the family. How about, what's your dynamic with your wife? Uh, it's a mix. Yeah. It's a mix. Mm-hmm. She's phenomenal and the greatest mom ever. So, like, the way she balances and juggles their schedules yeah. is, like... Out of control. Yeah. Um, yeah um, How do I bit about? I when I came out here um, to do a TV show twenty twenty years ago now. Mm. Uh, she was my real estate broker. No oh, way. And the I rest is history. We were married a year to the day we met. It was. Wow. That's every so day great. felt like a year because mm-hmm. I was falling in love. But it, yeah. otherwise, mm-hmm. it it happened pretty yeah. fast. Um. What show did you come out here for? Back then? Boston Public. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember Boston that. Public, I remember yeah. Boston Public. I always yeah. said I'm never coming back to L.A. without a gig. And, yeah. yeah. And sure enough, I got a gig and I, uh-huh. I came out here. And, yeah. And, uh, what is your relationship with L.A.? You know, again, it's kind of like you love it or hate it. 
But I, I love it. Yeah. I, yeah, it's I weird. It. I mean, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's weird for a Boston guy, East Coast guy. Mm-hmm. It always, it, it feels like home. You know, mm-hmm. it just feels like yeah. home. Now, I had my moments years ago where, like, I'm never coming out here. It's so big. I'm lonely. You yeah. know, the audition went wrong. No one likes me, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, you, you know, the the community out here, my friends out here, I think, I think there's so much to... You know that's good for the soul out here, mm-hmm. and and it just it it fits. It can me. be. It's about the people you surround yourself with. Yeah. What your ambitions are, because you can. Yeah. I mean, it's a melting pot of everything. You know? Absolutely. You can get into anything. Yeah. Um, where, you've done tons of amazing acting, right? Uh, but what is the next step for you? Is there? Are you trying to get another show right now? Do you rather do movies? Like, what fits in your schedule? Oh, yeah. um, are you going to do Broadway again? I, know, I think I I do have a um. I originated a role in a show called The Wanderer, which yeah. is is on the track to Broadway. But like, mm-hmm. there's eighteen thousand shows getting into Broadway. But yeah. we have great producers and things are building. So and that's it, what you want because that's how you get your Tony. You Got to originate it enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. From your lips to God's ears. No. Yeah. But I mean, yes. In this, as as to your point, you know, in in theater, you know. There's certain things you'd love to get a chance to do. So originating a role yeah. is special, mm-hmm. you know, is checking that box. And people and, don't understand how long it takes to dude, mount a show. I, five, I, I, I've been in this for five years. Yeah, there's no and, money in Broadway, people. There's none. It is a love. That's a true. Passion. Zero. <laughs> yeah. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Mm. Um, my buddy, Mike Wartella, who's the star of the show, it's about Dion and the Belmonts, and, and he plays Dion, and... And he got all the great reviews from the New York Times. We got everything we need to go into Broadway, and now it's just finding the right house and the and the right times, you know. But so there's that. um, You know, put a lot of time into doing these solo dates. I'm doing like, well, so I started the year at at Carnegie Hall. I did Carnegie Hall for my. I just turned fifty, so I thought I'd do something special, and it was amazing. So I kind of put myself on the hook and said. How about I do 50 shows, 50 for 50? Mm-hmm. And, oh, wow. uh, nice. and of course, a week later, I was like, why did I say that? <laughs> and then I said, shows. no one cares, Joe. No one cares, <laughs> first of all. And then, mm-hmm. uh, so, but I'm getting I'm getting to it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm doing, I'm going to a couple of weeks, and I'm doing Dublin and Cologne, Germany, which is my, oh, yeah, one yeah. of my favorite cities, yeah, and great. a couple of shows in London, and I'm doing about 20 in July in the States. So mm-hmm. that's a, it's a heavy lift. Man. Yeah. It is a heavy lift and it's something that I have to do. It's yeah. one of those things. The only way you can do it is if it's something you have to do, yeah. because yeah. if there's any wishy washiness, like, yeah, you're, like, you're going to you stay put, home. Put yourself through that. Yeah. yeah. So the solo wow. Joe's summer tour. How do we get tickets for that? JoeyMcIntyre.com is the yeah. best way. And all the dates are there. And, you know, thank God. Um, it's it's going well and the fans keep showing oh, up for great. me. You never know until you put them on sale. But mm-hmm. uh, there's definitely some some ticks left in in some cities. So check it. out. Do you out. prefer so? Because with me, I had never never wanted to be solo. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't I don't like the idea of me just being by myself on stage trying to entertain everyone. I liked yeah. being a part of a group. Yeah, that was what was fun for me. Do you have a preference of being in the group or solo? You know. There, there's such a, a a beauty to being a part of the new kids. You know what I mean? I love these guys. You know, I get to feed off them. I get to, you know, have a, another chance over and over again to, you know, bounce things off them and learn from them and enjoy yeah. their company and, and on and on and on. And I, I play a very 
you know, important role in that group. In every show, I give 110%, and I have my moments, and I build those moments and try to keep them fresh, and it's wonderful. But having a stage to myself for an hour and a half to do exactly what I want to do is very thrilling, very important. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the connection I make with the audience is is a very unique experience. Yeah. So it's it's important. They both feed each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the fans a little bit because, you know, this show is all about the fandoms yes. out there and everyone's crossing over. Yeah. Was there ever a part uh, of your career, and maybe right after, like, New Kids, you know, when y'all had split the first time, mm-hmm. was there ever a part where you were disappointed with the reaction of the fans? Because I know when we ended, and I did a few, like, solo things, all that, I felt like all the NSYNC fans just, like, left. I, it just it felt yeah. like crickets, and I'm like, well, where did all of y'all go? I, yeah. Like, why aren't I feel like zero support? Then I'm thinking, well, I mean, they were the age where now they're having families now, like they're oh, not yeah. paying attention to their teen idols right yeah. now. But I felt a little abandoned for a bit. Now I see them like they're. I feel the instinct love, and I feel well, especially with social media. Now, yeah. you, before you didn't yes. really have you that just, gateway. You, you didn't have that. But view. time is time is everything. Yeah. Yeah. Timing time is, is everything, mm-hmm. and so now your fans are the age of who, what our fans were in yeah. 2008 when we came back. Exactly, and they were like, "Yes, we need this." Now yeah, they want the nostalgia. Yeah. Now they have, get, I won't get yeah. started. Of, uh, uh, what uh, you guys need to do. Wait, what do you think we clearly, need? Clearly, I mean, I'm in agreement. Yeah, give us the rollout. How would you bring sync back? Well, you. Probably should have already been back with or without Justin. Uh-huh. Period. Mm-hmm. Clearly, there's an audience. There's no black and white. Yeah, there's we an audience. We all love all of you. Justin's amazing. And if he comes in for a couple of gigs here and there, fine. Mm. But the four of you are very talented, can all sing, can all step up. And I think it already could have been happening. Yeah. But I understand I you have a solo artist who's a, a massive superstar. And that's part of the equation, so I, I'm not going to attempt to think I know how that works. Yeah. But um, I know your fans where they are right now, and and so of course, you oh, know. Yeah. And I and I we all hope and pray in our. In <laughs> I our know. I'm still holding out. Look, that, I've always said like the fans deserve something for sure. I just course. think we're just idiots. Like we really are <laughs> just yeah, idiots. I agree. Because um, it easily could have happened <laughs> what, over the years. What but, I see though is that what you don't have. The thing mm-hmm. is. There's so many times that we're like, ah, oh, freaking Donnie. You know what I mean? She's the way, <laughs> yeah. such a control freak. Like, uh, he's got a, mm. but he is a leader. Mm. You guys don't have a leader. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's okay. Yeah. Very much that, just a democracy. That's guy. a, that, mm. and, and that democracy is tough, as we know, in this world. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So, and, and even though we have a lot of say and we're going to bump heads and, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to say that Donnie, it's, it's all Don, it's yeah. not, but he's part of having things work is giving that person it's permission true. to lead. That you is, know yeah. what I'm that's, saying? That's definitely we, our downfall. We have that. We have yeah. that. And we have so true. Jordan Knight, who's an incredible lead singer, but yeah. doesn't need to say much. You know, yeah. it's all those things that like. Mm-hmm. connect and work and it's lightning in a bottle but i think you know i'm sure you guys are gonna work it out please the world needs <laughs> you know for you the world I will, really needs it i will it. get this going just no, for you, i Jay. know but the world you, you'll be surprised <laughs> it sounds so yes. corny but like mm-hmm. and and i can't believe i'm saying it because i'm such a cynic and i should say it more <laughs> because i've witnessed it but like the world needs those kind of moments yeah. you know and and it's such a goodwill and it'll be a 
an insane party for as long as you want it to yeah. be. And, and, but I get it. I get it. Life happens. You know, it's all about you know, the timing, I think. And, you know, when the opportunity presents itself, I think I think it could easily happen because we're all oh, super close. Oh, it's it's just about yeah. when you guys are ready, yeah. you just push it. It's not like, it's, oh, yeah. I don't talk to this person. It's just no. we all are. We've been remained so close yeah. forever. Yeah. But we're just dumb. Yeah. We are just dumb. We just yeah. don't know how to communicate. They're a little dumb. Rare, rare, rare. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit, but maybe one day. Hey, L.A., Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. From epic shopping to nonstop pride events, DiscoverLA.com is your gateway to everything L.A. From walk-up windows and rooftop bars to year-round alfresco dining, Los Angeles is a culinary thrill ride sure to leave visitors hungry for more. From tacos to sushi, we truly have some of the best restaurants. After you get a bite to eat, get a taste for fame firsthand by attending a star ceremony on Hollywood Boulevard or glyphs behind the scenes at world-famous studio tour. Stop and see a movie at the iconic El Capitan Theater and check out the stairs outside the Dolby Theater where all the stars walk before the Oscars. Take a hike at Glamorous Griffith or stop for a boba or a draft cold brew at an outdoor cafe perfect for people watching. There are endless amounts of outdoor activities in L.A. with our beautiful weather. And, of course, Pride is celebrated every day in Los Angeles. Everyone is welcome to experience our sparkling nightlife, indulgent spas, and sensational shopping. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's time to leave your mark in the City of Angels. Lance Bass, signing off. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve 
with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Uh, let's get to some fan <laughs> questions here uh, because Christina Gann, our girl Christina, she was at BlockCon um, mm-hmm. last weekend. He said he absolutely killed it during the concert. It was a fun, uh, a fun set list with old, new, and deep cut songs. Mm. Question is, would you ever seriously consider recording Please Don't Go Girl in your adult Joe voice? Yes. We all love the original, but Blockheads need an updated version. I know. Uh, there are updated live performances yeah. recordings, and there is a New Kids on the Block BSB mashup but not a true, proper, full-length, full-song release. Since this is the 15th anniversary of Reuniting, I know the fans would absolutely love this. Would you re-record it? Let's go. Press All right. play, All right. Press play, play right now. Like pull a Taylor Swift to re-record it. for a long time, baby. <laughs> yeah. No, um, Ooh, yeah. no I, I, I've heard that before. Um, there's sort of like one of my many projects is, um, you know, Back to Carnegie real quick, but I, we did a three-hour concert. It was amazing, and I had all these great guests. And I thought one of my projects would be cool to record that set list, which one of them would be "Please Don't Go, Girl." But I hear you, and um, thank you for asking me. Maybe once a Christmas again. present. There you the go. Blockheads. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. Okay. Was it? Weird? I mean, because and Justin, when we started, he was fourteen, and his voice was, you know, just changing mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah. So when you hear "I Want You Back," tearing up my heart, has a higher voice. A little higher. You. 13 when you first started 13 14 i thank god my voice didn't change until i was like 15 yeah so you got to i sing. recorded yeah. please don't go girl when i was 14 yeah and then it was bloody murder like well, god so when your voice, voice did change what what happened like what was, was that transition well, i had to stop singing please don't go girl and yeah. when i sang it it was like drop down i sang it lower than how i sing it now really which is not original but it's at a good spot where you feel the feels but yeah. back then it was like it's so awkward. No, go, girl. It was like God bless me. Like, <laughs> I look back and I go, Yeah, I really do because like I was going so hard. We all were, but like my voice was changing and I was going through puberty. Everybody else was already through puberty. Yeah. I was like, you know, it was like thank God it wasn't worse. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> what was it like being a teen idol? Yeah. You know, in that era, because I feel like that was the last amazing era to be a teen idol because it was a little like more that, innocent. Yeah. No social media. Classic way of, yeah, the big bopper, the magazines. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was cool. I mean, it was, uh, it, it was, it was a whirlwind. I'm sure it felt the same way, you know, that, that it, it felt for you guys. Um, you know, some, some people say, well, was it better without social media or was it better? Well, without social media, like a story would last three or four weeks. Yeah. Now something bad could happen, but five minutes yeah. later something else Our is going to come along. So yeah. it's like, you know. but at least back then you could get away with so much. You no could. one saw it because no one there was, was no taking video, videos and no, pictures yeah. everywhere yeah. you that's, went. That's like, true. That's true. But rumors would fly so easily back then, yeah. and it would destroy oh, yeah. people's careers. Like I don't know if you know the Carol Channing story. We tell this, we tell the story a good bit. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, you know, it was like corn. When did I have corn? And it yeah. ruined her career for years because okay. of that one stupid little she rumor. She said what? Uh, she was going to have corn well, again. No, okay. This is, this is like a, a and dude, it's a total it's like, urban it's legend. It's like Richard Gere and Jerb. And yes. Jer- yeah. yeah, yeah. So hundred percent. Apparently, Carol Channing was in a bathroom, and mm-hmm. someone was sitting in the bathroom next to her, and they just heard her. Like, poop, oh, poop, and then... And she goes, Karen, when did 
I have corn? <laughs> like looking at her poop. But that story just went everywhere. And now like. Yeah. But did she get yeah. good jobs for years because of that one stupid rumor? And I remember in our town, there was a huge rumor about you guys. Of course, you know, ooh, being gay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jordan Knight was the one. Of that course. Everyone, he was like, oh, found out he's gay and it's the worst thing you could ever But that's be like with every, then. I feel like, yeah. boy band. Or of course. Boy yeah. Well, that's one good well, thing that we all. If, they, if, they didn't call if you they don't gay, call yeah, you gay, famous. then that's how you know you make it. I think that's something that we can actually relate to as a straight guy. You kind of know what it's like to be gay in public because or to be gay people best. just put you like, <laughs> oh, you're a homo. Oh, you're, you know, you're gay. And they treat yeah. you like you were. So you kind of got a lot of that brunt. I didn't. I mean, I don't know if I got that brunt <laughs> uh, a bit. Um, I feel like it was bigger during your time. That yeah. Like, oh, they're gay. Like in the yeah. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine, I though. I have one small experience with that and it's funny you know when you go through something you have even though I had empathy and I I feel like I'm just a simple citizen of the community for all people you know what I mean and and but I I was doing um cabaret and I was playing the MC and the MC is by the end of the show he's he's in drag yeah you know and I'm sharing in the you know um taking some selfies, getting ready and the whole thing. And um, I don't normally, we were just talking about it. I don't normally read people's replies. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I read them, they're like direct messages. It's just all good because the other stuff, what's, what's the point, yeah, what's you the know, point? Um, for the most part. And um, they just said my worst nightmare, mm. you know, seeing me in makeup. Yeah. My worst nightmare. Mm. And it was heavy, and that show is so heavy anyways. Mm-hmm. And, like, just walking from the dressing room to the stage in drag, you know, that whole idea of, like, this is me. Yeah. You know, even for that moment, yeah. it's so heavy. Yeah. So heavy. Like, I'm so grateful for that moment, though. Like, of course, in the moment, you're like, you just want to, yeah, you know what you I mean? Like, teach people, like, yell at people, yeah. whatever, but, like, <laughs> right. But like that moment of like that empathy to like walk in those shoes yeah. and like yeah. even for a second experience when you when you when you realize like you know your thought is like no I can't relate to that yeah. I'm here for you yeah but I can't relate yeah. to that mm-hmm. but then when you put it in a position where you're like oh, oh yeah you kind of feel for it. a moment I yeah. can relate to it it's mm-hmm. like whoa it's pretty heavy so yeah it, it just it intrigues me. The, the hate for drag queens and trans people right now because I felt like the last 10 years there was so much acceptance, right? I mean, it's like yeah. there's gender transitions like, and everyone's like, oh, now we know what this is and we yeah. have you know, an example and it felt like everyone was loving and supporting the community. But then all of a sudden, it's just like, there. I mean, yeah. it is the worst thing to be a drag queen or a trans person right now and I just yeah. feel like there's such a big group of people that are trying to destroy their lives right now. It's it's what's, horrible. What's interesting to me, and I don't know if we this is the the topic. Mm. I don't know how it feels heavier yeah. all of a sudden. Mm. But I'm I'm I think I get how you know I just did drag the musical. You know what I mean? And I saw how hard these people work and yeah. what they do on heels. You know what I, I mean? Know, like it's crazy, it's and it's phenomenal. <laughs> and I get how a person that that lives that way and 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 walks that road mm-hmm. is going to be behind everything. I think I think the trans to me drag and trans 
are different. I see how yeah. those communities are there for each other. Yeah. And, you know, I see how it, 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 it for people, it needs to be black and white. Yeah. And I'm not defending anybody, but I think, yeah, I think that's part of, I don't know how to, did, I don't know if, if this is the podcast for it, first of all, but <laughs> yeah, thank yeah, you yeah, for yeah, letting yeah. me share. Like, yeah, of course. I want to be, as, as someone who, is I feel part of the community and and stands up for rights and mm-hmm. and of of every walk of life, you know, it there's just I don't know if there maybe there is some gray area and that that feels like a dangerous controversial thing, but I I think a start of it is to have that conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you for yeah. at least listening, and maybe for no sure. one's going to hear this because you'll cut it out. But, <laughs> no, but, no, but not we like but, to get serious sometimes. But but I think it's important. I guess what I'm saying is, can we have a discussion about? Because mm-hmm. because I would guess that there are people in this community that aren't sure where they stand mm-hmm. in all of it, mm-hmm. and. Because it's heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a person who is 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 trans, it's heavy, right? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of decision making. Yeah, there's a lot of decision making, and and I can't imagine going through that. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. I but know. I think part of the education of that is is. Having a dialogue, yeah. we always talk about dialogue, mm-hmm. right? But no one's listening, and that's the thing. It's, There's no one listening. And like no you said, listening. like I'd love to have that discussion where we're not going to get in trouble to go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Let's ask questions. Yeah. It Let's seems feel it black out. and white. Yeah. It seems black and white. Mm-hmm. It seems black and white, and I don't know if it is. Yeah. Anytime a political season's coming, it's always the LGBTQIA community attacked. And it's always well, it's and always a thing. look over there well, kind of thing. But it's yeah. like a big deal out of something. Oh yeah, what are we gonna grow? It's really always matter. about the children. Yeah. So same sex marriage, children. It's gonna indoctrinate children. It's gonna ruin. Yeah. No one's gonna get pregnant. There will yeah. be the end of society. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, we've had marriage for a long time, and it, we're still the same. Yeah, we're good. Uh, but again, now you know, trans and drag queen, children, children. It is. It's turning children gay. It's they're molesting children. It's all about the kids. So no one's listening once they think. Oh, I got to protect the children from this rainbow in a think, T-shirt. I think drag, but and of course, drag queens are the most sensitive people. Most empathetic. It's like yeah. if it's not appropriate for kids, it's not appropriate. Whether it's a drag, whether show, a drag or I a... mean, with all the crap on on your phone. Oh my gosh, yeah. on YouTube, if you video worry game. About that, like, mm-hmm. like let's pass some laws well, that might be able compare. to have some filters. Yes. Basically, drag queens are comedians, right? Are we banning every comedian out there that has curse words in their set it, or talk about sex in their set? Exactly. I mean, we're not doing that. Or like every song that has a sexual innuendo. Like, yeah. I mean, every song is a sexual innuendo nowadays, oh. and kids listen mm-hmm. to it like no, nothing. It's, it's you that's know, the, yeah, it's all BS. <laughs> all well, BS. Thank you for I don't yeah, know. No, we, no, we, we appreciate good stuff because yeah. it is about just conversations. Yeah, and I don't know all the right answers or even the right questions, but we can't be afraid to be wrong. And yeah. be afraid to ask that question. Yeah. Uh, because that's how we're going to learn. Yeah. Yeah. And and too many people are too quick. And even in my community, oh, yeah. so quick. If you say like just one little wrong thing. I know. I'm they scared. jump on you and they try yeah. to cancel your own people. And you're like, just hold off. Like, let's just talk about learn. this. Yeah, yeah. I might have said something wrong. Yeah. Then educate me on why yeah. I can't say that anymore. Yeah. You know, talk about it. Talk yeah. about it. All right. Oh, I like that we have everyone's just in attack mode nowadays. Yeah. It's like it's, everyone's on edge. Everyone's on edge. Everyone's on edge. Everyone's on edge. <laughs> 
let's get to some fun fan okay. questions instead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Back to the fun. We kind of yeah. touched on this, but Schaefer Laura has asked, uh, any Broadway plans in the future, and what role would you want to play? Besides your originated, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, um, your ideal role. The, 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 the role, just to touch on it for a second, it yeah. is, it is, it does feel role of a lifetimey. Uh, nice. It's a pretty heavy character, and it's a lot of fun. Um, what did I? There's, um, there's a a famous musical called Carousel, and um, there's a there's a dad role there, and he's a pretty angry guy, and he's a heavy role, and um. There's a song that he he sings soliloquy, which is like a six and a half minute song, oh, wow. and um, about having a kid. You know, his 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 wife is about to have a baby, and uh, so I always think of that. Um, you know, Chicago keeps running in New York for like thirty years. I know, and I have friends that are like, "You should play Billy Flynn. It's a blast it's if you want to do it." A, so yeah. it's kind of yeah, it's kind of a rite of passage for a lot of actors. Yeah, like, that is kind of the. It's such a fun role yeah. to play. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe that one. And uh, I was going to do that role. And then Hairspray offered me something different. And I just, I was just more attracted to Hairspray. I yeah. just, just loved that show. And sure. it was right when the movie was coming out. And I'm like, yeah. this is my path right yeah. here. So I yeah. never got to do Chicago. Yeah. 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 Um, so when was the moment that you realized, oh, I already asked it. Look, I'm already asking your fan questions out there. Mm. Victoria Fields, 03. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the moment you realized NKOTB was big? Um, yeah, that was a slow grow. For me, it was doing the Rosie O'Donnell show. I just well, it's thinking. funny you say that because I said Oprah asked me that question. Oh, yeah. That, that exact question. Yeah. And I said, well, when we found Oprah. out we were going to be on Oprah. Oprah. Yeah. yeah, Oprah didn't have us on for a very long time. Yeah. So it, was, it had, we were on Jay Leno, all those. But it, something about that show. I'm like, if we're on that, people know who we are. Yeah. Well, Rosie, back in the day, that was, was the show. biggest. Oh, and she yeah, loved you guys. She did, too, but yeah. she didn't have us on forever. <laughs> And that's I know, but like, then she had she a whole have... like special with you. I remember oh, yeah, it. Like, we, yeah. you went to an amusement park. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. Well, that. that's when I, because <laughs> I remember I had a, God, it was a stomach virus or something. I remember it put me in the hospital for like a couple of days. We were on tour, Yikes. but we were at Universal Studios in Orlando or maybe SeaWorld or one of those places. And Rosie, yeah, had, we were at the theme park and we had road, ride roller coasters. But there's a place in Orlando uh, where they had zingers, the the, oh, the yeah. chicken. Uh-huh. Oh, what is that called? It's, uh... Have I forgotten the name of that restaurant? Anyway, there's these really spicy, oh yeah, like fried chicken that, mm. and it's one called Mount St. Helens, and it really burns. Whoa. I I like it. Ale house, ale house, ale house. And so uh, I wanted Rosie to try them. So we had, you know, as we're shooting the show, we were trying to, <laughs> we had to completely stop shooting because she almost died. Eating this damn thing. Tried like to poison. A hole in her it's stomach. like before. What's the chicken show where the guys eat? Yeah. Yes. The chicken, the interview with the hot, hot, hot ones. The hot ones, yeah. yeah. Justin did that ones. one. Yeah, Justin did that. Oh, did he? Um, I would fail that I would. Show. I would be good at it. Yeah, I think I could handle I would sweat anything. so profusely if I have anything yeah. spicy. I just. I love it. Start. I mean, growing up around New Orleans, like it's just spice, 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 spice. Ice spice. Thanks. All right, before I let you go, Joe, um, what are you binging on TV right now? What do we need to be oh, watching? Oh, yeah, what are you watching? Well, I'm kind of uh, depressed, guys. <laughs> Uh-oh. Because, uh, not only over. is Succession yeah. is over. We have to see the last episode. But I was not pleased with the last four episodes no, of Succession, really? ladies and gentlemen. <gasps> I need I know, to see the we last. Have to, we're watching the finale tonight. Aye, aye, aye. Oh, Why oh, didn't you like it? Yeah. Well, we can't tell it's the very oh, end because we're going to yeah. watch well, it. I won't tell you the end, but mm. I just felt like, you know, the last like the last four episodes really like 
two of the last four, the first yeah. two of the last four, was just like they were just sitting there saying the same lines. Yeah. I mean, we're going to do it. Yeah. 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 We're good. Yeah. 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 It, we're going to get it. It really yeah. is yeah. the yeah. whole yeah. episode. Yeah. 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 And uh, I love them to death. <laughs> and like, I was like, so, and I, and I hate as a performer, so like, true. you know, critiquing at all because like, how dare you? But, you know, uh, it was, it was, it was tough because the season started and I was like, oh my God, this season is Oh, gonna, it started with a bang. Too. Yeah. You know, on and on. The like first, you know, three, four, five episodes. And then, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was, I can't believe it wasn't spoiled for me. A certain death, just in case someone's listening. Yeah. Um, was not, like, it's usually, I mean, on social media, you find Everywhere. out everything. And Succession good. is one of those shows where we have to start watching now because everyone's talking about it. Yeah. Um, but it was not, it was not spoiled for me. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta bang impressed. it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last episode. All right, what song do you have stuck in your head? Or give us an artist that you're loving right now that maybe we don't know about. Maybe we don't know, but I'm not that cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's funny, my you know, my kids are, you know, like I said, Griffin's obsessed with John Mayer at the moment, which is a cool person to be obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Um and um my daughter, who's 12 today. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Taking her to afternoon tea is our tradition. So. Oh, that's, oh, my God. That's yeah. what we're, we're going to do with our, do with our daughter. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, it's a tradition. Yeah, it's really <laughs> cool. Um, she's crazy about Taylor Swift, of course. Of course. Uh, Have you seen the tour yet? No, but, yeah. you know, we're trying to yeah, some good do stuff. what we can to get it, get her, get her in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. It's so hard. Yeah. It's like these horror stories of people that can't get in. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? I know. I mean, it's so crazy. Massive. Yeah. She could do massive. twice as many stadiums. I know. I mean, it's, how much is she going to clear on this one? One uh, point two. I read billion? like she's going to might add five hundred million to her net worth wow. just from just her. It's going to make just like, from that one sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah. from the yeah. one sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. literally her tour is making well over a billion dollars. Yeah. It's. I mean, she makes great music, and it's and it's stunning how it's she's true. been able to keep her, her demo and still really genuinely identify with these young kids that are coming up. Yeah. It's it's awesome. She's doing it right. It's she awesome. is doing it right. It's awesome. I, I we love Taylor Swift, yes. and she like she loves when celebrities come to the tour. So I'm sure you could easily. Oh, uh, I don't done. know. She's, <laughs> maybe her mom's a fan. Yeah, let's go with mom angle. Yeah, that's always a good oh, angle. Man. All right, now what film? Uh, do we need to be watching film? Mm-hmm. Any good movies uh, lately? Uh, I just watched a, a started a documentary on the plane and had to come home and rent it. It's called uh, Turn Every Page, okay. and it's about this uh, two guys. They're both almost ninety years old. One wrote they this this writer Robert Caro C A R O. In like the seventies, he wrote this book, which was like seven hundred and fifty pages. It's called The Power Broker, and it's about this developer in New York. And he started off with great intentions, and then he became this monster who tore up all of New York and put highways through mm. Harlem. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that was a big book, and then he decided to uh, keep writing about power, but through uh, Lyndon Johnson, LBJ. So he wrote four books. Uh, of LBJ over the last 30 years. It takes seven years to write him. So it's about him and his editor. And they talk about how, like, everything means the most, uh, as important as, a semicolon is as important as the first chapter. Mm -hmm. So how these two guys work with each other, and it's really, 
a wonderful, and it's inspiring yeah. because when you look at people who take so long yeah. to do something, it's super inspiring. And then I'm very proud of myself that I went, I'm usually when my kids go to movies, I'm like, you guys go and I'll walk around for two hours by myself <laughs> because I'm all good. But I went and saw Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, oh yeah. It's so good. I saw it on the plane. I've been yeah, I've been wanting to watch it, but I'm only seeing it on a plane. But I, I need it You want bigger. it big. Yeah. That kind of a movie, you want yeah. it big. And, and, and then I end up not watching the movie. It's movies. fun. It was Same a fun thing movie. With Top Gun. It's really fun. It was really fun. It's really fun. fun. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen Top Gun because yeah, I, I haven't want to seen see it either. Small yeah. Exactly. But now it's not on a big screen Same thing with Avatar. Like, I don't watch these movies because I'm waiting to see it on a big screen. And then we don't. We should just rent a theater and watch five blockbusters. That we missed. In Can the we last please year. do that? Yes, yes. that would be a thing. <laughs> Avatar, it's a good idea. Uh-huh. Top Gun. Yeah. Uh, but Dungeons and Dragons was great. There's a couple. Of, the acting was great. The yeah. writing was great. It was funny. And it was the, funny. And the and the special effects were great. So good. you know what we're loving right now, yeah. uh, the Bridgerton spinoff, Queen Charlotte. Ooh. Uh, it is, and I, you know, we watched Bridgerton, but yeah. you know, it was we like liked, it was okay. But yeah. Queen Charlotte, to me, is a, the acting is incredible. Yeah. I mean, just the design, everything is beautiful. Yeah. Um, so I highly recommend it. Shonda Rhimes, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, I would she say so. She's By the way, before, before we wrap up here, I, I, I'm not really one for like, oh, I have a good side. <laughs> I don't like my, my, my profile. So uh, unfortunately, <laughs> the whole time, I've been looking at you. We got the camera, my bro, and I recently discovered that. Yeah. I, okay, now I get it. Yeah, I do have a a, a less favorite side. We'll call it. <laughs> Would you, which side? I mean, because I can't find and mine. It's this one, and there's there's the camera. I just have two bad sides. I just no because no. <laughs> no idea. My buddy elbowed me like years ago playing basketball, so there's a slight little deviated septum. So right. on this side, it looks. <laughs> I kind of look like a. The Picasso painting on this side. Oh my God, who's who is that on that camera? Yeah, yeah. It's not who I see before yeah, me. Yeah, no I'm kidding. Uh, I think uh, you look great. Fans will disagree. For okay, sure. right. um, yeah, I have a feeling. Joey, it's so great to have you on Thank the you show. For I'm, me. I'm, I was really excited for you to come on, and I really get to know you better. Of Who's course. left? Danny's left. I yeah, heard you were going to go right it. through us. Yeah, There's I think only one Danny's left. the last one left. You're going to be the first yeah. group we complete. I think. Really? Yeah, because you know I'm spreading them all out. Okay, I want the yeah, fans to like yeah, want it, right? True. Uh, yeah. But I had to get in here. I had yeah. to get in here. Yeah. You, you know, know what we forgot to do at the beginning though? Text the group and see who responds first. Oh, okay, can we do that? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. But you have to say something just random. Um, like what should I say? Like, um, guys, I just farted in an elevator and I don't know what to do. I wonder. You know, if they know. <laughs> let's see. I think they're all kind of. I, I, that, I, they know now. <laughs> this podcast is going to be an hour longer because they won't get back to me. <laughs> I'm going to say. Um, Do you have a name for your group chat? Just new kids. Oh, boring. Because <laughs> the other one's with our manager, and it's NK plus JP. Uh, um, I'm going to say, hey guys, do you mind if I use the piano shell? For my solo tour, <laughs> say I can get you. I can get you discounted tickets. <laughs> this is so stupid. Um, I don't know. We should have done it earlier because now we're going to be see. embarrassed and no one's going to get back. To me. Well, we'll we'll put <laughs> in the like, footnotes oh, of the show. We'll put in footnotes. <laughs> like, yeah. It did. It took twenty three hours and fourteen but they minutes. Finally, but, got back. Yeah. Okay, so I'll get back, and you can say. We'll do like a little, yeah. you know, or I'll call in. <laughs> yeah. call go, I just in. wanted to, nice. unless you want everything to be. No. Well, no, what we do you want to tell your fans right now? Um, thank you. 
And uh, I'll see you out on the road. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, thanks for showing up. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to do this by myself in a room, <laughs> crying. That's always sniveling nice. in the corner. Well, you yeah. wouldn't like that just by yourself. Sometimes, yeah. Well, it's been great getting Thanks, to know guys. you better, um, yeah. guys. That is all the show I have for you. Uh, thank you so much for listening. You can always review, subscribe, all that kind of junk, um, and then check out our other podcasts. They're scripted and fun. The Last Soviet. And uh, the bedtime stories of the Ingleside Inn, which both have gone top ten. I know, woohoo, killing it. Um, so yeah, we're we're excited about that. If you like those scripted immersive plays, they're so much fun. Really? Oh yeah. Hold on, I was waiting for text. What uh, happened? You you have? We do these immersive plays now uh, on radio podcast, uh, yeah. and we take. So there's one show I do called Bedtime Stories in Ingleside Inn. Stars Jason Alexander and. Uh, Missy Pyle, and I mean, just amazing comedians. And mm. it's a period piece from 1975, true story about this hotel called the Ingleside Inn. Um, and I've been wanting to make it for 15, 20 years, a TV show of it. Yeah. And it's, you know, Mark Burnett tried, like we've we've done so many iterations of it. Yeah. And then finally my friend, uh, Jared, who owns Audio Up, is like, well, let's just make it into a podcast. And it turned out amazing because it's just it really puts you back in the 70s. Yeah. It's all about original music and amazing performances. Um, but it's it's fun. It's a sound bath for your ears. And The Last Soviet's, I think, even better because that one just, it's a true story about this cosmonaut that got stuck in space for 313 days as communism fell. It's pretty intense. And Holy cow. It's, it's beautiful. True story? Yeah, all yeah. true stories. I like, I like doing true things. Any kind of film yeah. that I create or, you know, yeah. or documentary, I, I, yeah. it's just all based on something that happened. Amazing. Because, yeah. I mean, those are the best stories because you can't make that. Not show. to make it about me one last this time. This is all about you. <laughs> this is all about you. No, I'm, I'm speaking of the 70s, I'm, mm-hmm. I, the, and it's it, it's coming out in July on A&E, but it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a lifetime series. Yeah. It takes place in the 70s. Do you know the um, the V.C. Andrew novels? Does anybody no. know those? Mm-hmm. No. They're, they're, yeah, that? so it's a lot. It's kind of like... A certain genre, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and demo, but they're, these novels are nuts mm-hmm. and oh, gnarly and wait. dark and weird yeah, and that. scary, and uh, they take place in the 70s, so I, uh, I'll i be playing Fun. a not-so-great person. When does that, oh, do you know when that comes awesome. out? It's in July, yeah. Okay, July. It's like oh, okay. four weeks. And it's on A&E. On A and E, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll check that out. That will definitely, and that's. I don't know if it's a sound bath for the years. (laughs) Oh, we love a dark. (laughs) We do. We love a a dark and anything. Lifetime story is. Yeah, uh, my my nanny now. She's our old assistant. When she stays at the house and we're out of town, when we come back, it's always on. Oh, always on. Oh, and it's like, like all murder. these recorded oh, Lifetime yes. murder movies. Yeah, this is spicy. Yeah. It's a, the, like you've never seen me before. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. a, it reminds me of Harley, Jonathan's husband. He always goes, it's a spicy. It's, it's a, a spicy. spicy. It's spicy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much all for right. being here. Uh, be good up. to each other out there. Don't drink a drop. Take care of those animals. And Never we'll see you next time on Frosted Tips. But remember, stay, stay frosted. frosted. Hey, thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Frosted Tips with Lance and Michael Turgenart and at Lance Bass for all your pop culture needs. And make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars, six if you can. See you next time. Hey, LA. 
got Lance Bass here with the latest in the City of Angels. Immerse yourself in our vibrant fashion scene where exclusive streetwear meets high-end boutiques. Stroll through styles defining our bold, wildly creative city, like the unique finds at Melrose Trading Post, a real L.A. gem. Explore star-studded experiences on Hollywood Boulevard, behind-the-scenes studio tours, and moments of awe under our legendary blue sky. Picture this. The iconic Griffith Observatory, inspiring directors worldwide. Plan your weekend at discoverla.com. It's the time to leave your mark in the city of angels. Lance Bass is zatting off. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 